Securities and investment advisory services offered through Next Financial Group. Member FINRA SIPC. Sierra Ridge Wealth Management is not an affiliate of Next Financial Group. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is a price-weighted index of 30 actively traded blue-chip stocks. The S&P 500 is a market-cap-weighted index composed of the common stocks of 500 leading companies in leading industries of the U.S. economy. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Past performance does not guarantee future performance. All the views expressed are those of Hunter and not those of Sierra Ridge Wealth Management or Next Financial Group. Next does not provide tax or legal advice. Everybody, welcome back to the Wealth Accelerator Podcast. Hunter Lowry here. I'm a financial advisor, and my goal is to help you to create a family legacy, not just short-term wealth. Okay, so we've gone through step one, making sure you have the proper protection around you with your emergency fund, insurances, all that fun stuff. Step two of building your wealth is managing your investments. We talked about that secret formula to growing your net worth of time, contributions, and consistency. And then step three now, I want to talk about how we can continue to build your net worth. It's optimizing your cash flow. So again, now that we have finished up the first two steps, what do we do with your excess cash flow? And it's a really cool spot to be in. But for some people, it can lead to a little bit of confusion because the goals aren't so clear anymore. You know, the first couple steps they're relatively simple and it's easy for people to be motivated to do them. Whether you have it or not, you know that you need insurances. You know that you need an emergency fund. I'm not telling you anything that's you know crazy sounding to you there. You know that you need to invest for retirement and other long-term goals. Again, that's not surprising or anything new. It's easy for people to get on board with this. But now that we have all that covered, what do we do next? I mean, maybe we don't have any other strict goals currently. So then it can be kind of hard to be motivated to press on past that because what's even the end in sight? And honestly, I've, I've felt this situation before, not currently with my current financial situation and the goals that I'm tackling, but just in my life. So uh, especially within my sports career is kind of what I wanted to talk about for a second. So when I was in high school, I worked really, really hard to get recruited to play college basketball. We got game film. We sent it out to lots of different colleges. I went to showcase tournaments, college recruiting camps. I mean, we were all over the place. You know, I went to the gym all the time and, and it was a lot of work and it did pay off. I would not have traded it for anything because I did end up getting recruited. I got to play basketball in college and it was so much fun. But quite honestly, I got burned out really quick. It started to feel like, what is the next step? I mean, this whole time I've been building up towards getting to play here. Now I'm here, what comes next? And so I thought to myself, Hunter, let's be real. You're not going to the NBA. (laughs) I'm not going to be making a living playing basketball. My career is quite frankly, closing in on me and there's not really anything beyond it. So it was a weird time during those couple of few years because I was doing what I always loved and what I wanted to do, but then it got to the point where I didn't really enjoy it anymore and I just didn't have a a reason to be motivated to continue building. So I actually stopped playing after my sophomore season. And then even when that happened, I felt a little bit confused and, you know, you feel like you lose your identity at that point because I, my whole entire life had been surrounded strictly, you know, by basketball for a long time. So being a, air quotes, normal student, 
uh, it, it sounded strange. It felt strange. I felt like I didn't know what I was going to do with all my extra free time. It was just a weird thing. And I still wanted to be competitive. I mean, I've played sports my entire life. I, I enjoy that aspect of of life. I, I like doing competitive things. So actually, it ended up working out so perfect because one of my best friends at school at the time was on the golf team. So on the weekends, you know, normally basketball practice, we had Saturday mornings. We'd be done by about noon on Saturday. And then a lot of times I would go to the golf course with him just to ease my mind, you know, do something different than playing basketball. Uh, and he always told me, Hunter, you should play on the golf team. I played a lot of golf in high school and uh, played competitive golf and everything, but I had kind of given it up just to focus on basketball. So after I stopped on the basketball team, I was fortunate enough to uh, walk onto the golf team and ended up playing my last two years there uh, just playing golf. And it was some of my favorite times in my entire life. I'm so, so glad that I made that transition and was able to do that. And then luckily, you know, after I made the team, it, it re-gave me that sense of purpose while I finished up my education. And it just gave me a great community to be around with the other guys and some great friendships that I'm very, very fortunate to uh, still have today. But that was my long way of saying, I really believe there needs to be something to work towards. Something that you are excited and passionate about that gives you that sense of purpose. Because let's face it, face it. Sometimes too much of even a good thing can get annoying. It <laughs> sounds weird to say, but you know, we can only bass fish or golf or team rope so much before you start to feel like, okay, okay, I'm ready for something different for a minute, right? So when you're at this point where your protection and retirement goals are being completed, where do you find that next goal to work towards or that thing to get excited about accomplishing within your financial life? And that's where I push my clients to have those conversations and to start dreaming big about what their future life looks like. Do you want to buy a second home, send your grandkids to college, send money to a favorite charity? And this part is really, really fun. It's you know arguably the most fun part of the planning process because this is where you can start making the biggest impact in other people's lives. And by having these conversations, you will stay motivated and have that excitement. I would argue even maybe more so than investing part of building the investing part of building your own net worth. Because realistically, you know, we all know this, money doesn't give you happiness. Sure, it helps you buy nice things, but <laughs> that's not what's going to give you the most long-term joy. And I would honestly say that the money you give away or put towards helping others is what is going to provide you that long-term ha happiness. And I really, really love this line. I'm stealing it from the Ramsey program, but Dave Ramsey always says to live like no one else so later you can live and give like no one else. And it's just so powerful because it's so true. If you want to have those dreams of yours be a reality and truly give in a way where you can help other people's lives, then we have to be on this last step. And I know it sounds foofy. Your dreams can be a reality. Yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> it sounds silly, but it's honestly true. We just can't mix up the steps to get there because when you're struggling to afford your payments, you can't hit your investment goals, you're not gonna be able to help others. There's a reason that they say in the airplane, put the mask on over your own mask and nose first and then help those around you. You cannot help others if you are not financially healthy all on your own. So this optimizing excess cash flow part at the end of the building wealth process is the most customizable out of any other part because it varies the most person to person. Yes, again, within the investment realm, there are certain strategies that fit certain people. Um, there are things that uh, just make sense for certain people's situation. But when we get past that and we are working on the excess cash flow, everybody's goals and dreams and wishes look a lot different.
But even so, the same thought process still holds true. Even when you do hit this point, we want to start with those goals first and then reverse engineer into what account types, what investment types, and, and what contribution amounts we need to make in order to help you achieve those. We still want to be intentional. We still want to make sure that you are telling your money where to go, not looking back and wondering where it went. If you would like help going over your financial game plan, talking about your investment strategy, your goals, and making sure that you are set up in the right way to achieve those goals while taking on the least amount of risk, I would love to be able to help you. You can always schedule a one-on-one discovery call with myself at my website, hunterlowry.com. All right, guys, it's a great day to have a great day, everybody. Take care.